And for further analysis on what's playing itself out on that market scene, I'm joined by Yaku Iga from Rand Swiss. Yaku, it's been a while. Thank you for joining us today. It has been. It's good to be here. Wonderful, Yaku. Uh, lots going on in the world. Perhaps we can start off at home uh, because uh, for a change, we have a little bit of good news. Not great news, but uh, decent news with that GDP print coming out at 0.6%. Of course, uh, better than what the markets anticipated. Will this at all uh, move the needle in terms of a market performance? It's, it's an unfortunate day to have it. I mean, we're starting a stage six load shedding. I think tonight or is it tomorrow night that the you know the petrol is going to you know infinity, and uh, so 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 it's a it's a it's a sad day to actually have it because you know although this quarter um, and and year on year especially looks a little bit better I think we need to still keep our seatbelt strapped uh, for for what's coming you know in the future. Then I must ask you about China. At this point, I can only call it the Chinese seesaw. Uh, you know, Yaku, one day we get a great information, uh, you know, stimulus coming through for the property sector. It's exactly where uh, we're all hoping to see stimulus go at this point. And then, uh, of course, later on, we hear that uh, equities have fallen because of the weak uh, services sector. There. So I'm just wondering how long, you know, uh, markets can keep going on this back and forth uh, with uh, economic data from uh, China from before we understand that the picture in the long term, like, or the medium term at least it's just difficult hmm. yeah look we we're keeping a keen eye on on china and especially the stimulus packages that are being you know released unfortunately what we've seen to date in terms of stimulus you know is kind of not enough mm. it's enough to maybe stem the tide or or uh, you know get get the negative sentiment a little bit out of the way but it's not enough to 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 produce that positive growth so I think there's more that needs to be done, and I think they know it. Um, so, you know, we, we need to keep that one on the radar and, and see what's coming out next. But as you, as you mentioned, very, you know, uh, uh, topsy-turvy at the moment, one day good, one day bad, um, and, and, and we need a little bit more positive news from the second biggest economy in the world. Then I must ask you about uh, the EU PMI, that uh, falling uh, sharper than expected. Of course, we know uh, that the Eurozone is, uh, well, it's developing, but in this, at this point, uh, Jakub, on the back of the inflation fight, it really has a battle there. We saw Germany already, for instance, fall into some form of recession. Um, and now this PMI figure really showing that the EU uh, economy could be in trouble. Yeah, look, it's unfortunately it's one data point. Um, yes, it's a it's a bit of a red flag, or let's call it an orange flag. In in this case, probably not a red flag. Um, and I think we just need to sort it out and see see what happens in the next one. But but I mean, as an economy, they there are a couple of orange flags, and the more orange you get, at some point you're getting to a red. So um, you, you know, again, uh, we we need to see what happens in the future there. Uh, but uh, but but concerning definitely. And then in some company news now, uh, bringing back home uh, Shoprite. I think they've had a stellar uh, you know period here. Yaku market share gained very much uh, evidence that the South African consumer has been hunting for bargains, and they've found them at Shoprite. Yeah, look. Great set of numbers. Uh, I think we've expected most of it. Uh, we, we already know they've been stealing market share continually. And, and I mean, we're sitting at record levels of the of the market share that, that sits in the ShopRite stable at the moment. 
Um, we just need to see it in perspective. The last three months, it's already grown 31%. You know, so so a lot of, of, of what we found today has been kind of uh, you know in the reflected in in the share price. Uh, but you know they they're growing well. However, mm-hmm. 314 net new stores. You know that's the. It's a lot of stores that uh, that they've added, and they've kind of highlighted. And I mean, we probably say this every single time, but they've highlighted the you know the load shedding issue. 1.3 billion rand just on diesel uh, for 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 the period for the year. Uh, it, it's a massive number. Um, so, and, and I mean, now you're adding the 340 stores. That that kind of will increase that number. So, but but again, a great company, still our preferred in the sector. Um, and, and a good set of numbers, nonetheless. Then I must ask you, Yako, why have investors punished the stock today? It's down uh, more than 4.5%. Yeah, look, I think two things. Firstly, uh, if, if you look back to Friday, as you, as you alluded, the labor, market, uh, the labor market holiday was in the U.S. So if you, if you kind of go back to Friday, it's almost like yesterday didn't happen. So, so we had a... From a JC perspective, we had about a bounce, a one percent bounce yesterday, and, and today we gave it all back. So you can almost delete the day um, and just carry on from Friday. So I think that has a little bit of the uh, of that in in that uh, percentage move for the half day as we have it now. But I think the biggest part is is what I've already mentioned: thirty one percent in the last three months. You know, it's it, it's. Uh, I don't think it's a bad set of numbers. I don't think the market is really punishing it. It's probably a little bit of profit taking. Um, and uh, nothing, nothing more sinister than that, uh, you know, banking profits, mm-hmm. uh, largely. And then uh, maybe we can move on to Sunlam now, another, uh, you know, a proudly South African company that's been around for a while with this uh, partnership with Allianz. It's, uh, I mean, they seem to be moving absolutely immediately. Uh, you know, Yaku, very keen to get uh, this partnership going in 27 countries on the African continent. Now, we know uh, that this issue of moving into the African continent can be a very, very tricky one. I'm wondering, though, if, uh, you know, Allianz and Sunlam have what it takes, in your opinion, to be able to weather the, that storm, especially the regulatory storm uh, that might await. Hmm. Uh, look, I hope I get the pronunciation right, the German pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Allianz, or, or however yeah. it's uh, correctly uh, said, uh, nonetheless, I think it's a it's a very very good match. Uh, Sunlam is no uh, slouch in the market. They they have been expanding their African footprint uh, for a number of years. You know, it has been a top priority. So I don't think it's anything new. They bring a distribution network. They know how how to 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 move in you know in South Africa and the African environment. And then you get the kind of the the, the older brother, um, the Alliance uh, product set and experience, etc. That that they're bringing to the African continent. So. I like it. I think it's a it's it's really a good match. Um, you know, as you say, twenty seven countries. They'll probably you know get Namibia soon, so then it's going to be twenty eight. South Africa obviously excluded from this, but um, I look forward to seeing how this one plays out. But uh, you know, from what I've read up to now, I, I, I like what what's going on in uh, in this relationship. Yaku, I'd like to get your stock pick, but uh, before we do that, uh, let's reflect on some counters that have found favour with your industry peers. Alexander Forbes, so they're in the 
the, the financial wellness and the employee management space. They've also done a lot in terms of uh, reorganizing their portfolio. And the CEO, David de Villiers, uh, sold some assets to uh, Sunlum, bought some assets from Sunlum. They're a much more focused business, uh, got some core shareholders. And I think they are uh, just rationalizing, optimizing, and looks like they have a good earnings trajectory for the next two to three years. So it's been a bit of an ignored stock, but mm. um, it has moved actually recently, but is still looking quite attractive on a medium-term outlook. So uh, Fair Isaac uh, Corp, which uh, so FICO or like, uh, trades in, in the New York Stock Exchange, it's uh, one of the globally leading um, analytics software companies. Um, the big data theme, artificial intelligence playing playing a role, but they they came from a sort of credit scoring. Um, business providing that service to to banks and financial institutions, but they've they've built uh, also quite a big uh, software uh, business, so um, serving all industries from an analytics point of view. The share price has doubled over the last twelve months, so it, it has run quite hard. Mm. Um, but what I do like about it, firstly, the returns are, are exceptional. Um, they do have pricing power because they get quite entrenched with their their clients, so switching costs are, are quite significant, and they. They dominate, uh, you know, their, their markets where they, they operate. Um, and, yeah, so from a quality point of view, it's all there. Obviously, valuation becomes a, a bit questionable, mm. um, but it, it's always traded at a very high PE and it's trading back at sort of the, the mid-30, early 40 uh, times PE, which is what the average uh, historic um, PE has been. Okay. But I think the, the growth will come through, so I think it's, it's quite predictable from that point of view. Going with, with Glencore, we haven't spoken about it, but uh, you know, on a day like today, most that mark the, the sector was down. Glencore is actually up 3%. Uh, and I think that reflects the, the reason why we like the stock. They are predominantly a trading house. They like volatility. They've already flagged uh, recently they're going to get anywhere between sort of four and a half, five billion dollars of revenue from just trading the commodities. So make hay when the sun shines. I think these guys are a good hedge against all this, uh, this volatility in the marketplace. So around now 102 103 rand a share and a weakening rand uh, i think Glencore's a nice one going forward all right yaku uh alex forbes a fair isaacs corp as well as a glencore are keen to get your thoughts on some of these counters yeah let, let's uh, where do we start let, let, let's start offshore uh, fair isaac um uh, agreed i think it's a it's a really good business. They've been have been doing well. You know, they obviously have some stiff competition. The bigger names, you know, Oracle, uh, maybe the lesser known, but also big competition is ServiceNow and Paycom. Uh, ran it through our models. The only thing that that, that I didn't like uh, that that came back is the the insider trading uh, uh, number. So from from about Q4 last year. So let's let's call it 18 months. Nine people, uh, and remember, insiders, they it's the board of directors, executive committee, etc. Nine have been selling now. It's only three to four percent of the company that is held by, by insiders, but still, um, you know, constant selling of the share price is probably something that, that has to give us let's go back to an orange flag. Um, but 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 a good company, nonetheless. Alex Forbes agreed with him on a, on, a, on definitely a medium term, you know, short term, probably a little 
little bit more iffy. I agree that you can see the focus coming through. Um, absolutely, they recently spun out the short-term book to Momentum, for example. Um, so very much focusing uh, uh, going forward. Um, but it, it, has, um, it has moved quite a bit. I probably wouldn't enter here personally. Uh, there are others, you know, the 91s, the PSGs that that I'll probably rather look at, but but medium term, I like it. And then I think the last one, Glencore, uh, it's one we like. It's in our local equity portfolios. Um, target price, uh, I think it's 15 to 20% from here, around 120, I think just uh, above 120. But we like it, you know, Asia, Europe, and the Americas, it's, it's over 90% of the of the revenue um, coming from that. So agreed, it's a good hedge, um, good company, and we like, we like that one. And then, of course, uh, your stock pick is Alibaba. It's a very interesting one because we've spoken about the Chinese seesaw and all those are orange flags. Yaku, why have you gone with this one today? Yeah, yeah. Look, exactly that. So, I mean, uh, buyer beware. This is this is not your granny's uh, retirement money that you put in here. You you buy a few and put it in the bottom drawer. But I mean, let's talk about the the, the kind of big problem or the elephant in the room is the Chinese regulatory environment. Um, and as you know, Jack Ma disappeared for a couple of months. You know, while he's supposed to run uh, a business. You know, so so that is the big red flag. I think the pos the, the, the pessimism and why picked this one today possibly slightly overdone you know if you look at tech and, and and ai you know you'll be you you'll have to look far and deep to not find the company that it hasn't kind of doubled over the last call it year um and and these guys have, have only grown by um five percent you know their valuation they're paying two times sales you know you get you're paying two times sales for a business compounded annual growth rate of, of 27%, which is, you know, massive and, and call it massively cheap in this case. Yes, there are reasons, but I've explained them. Mm -hmm. uh, they hold 51% of the Chinese market share online. You know, that growing middle class is not going to stop for a long time. Um, you know, from a tech point of view, their yeah. cloud services or their cloud business is the fourth largest globally. Um, and it, with AI just pumping and, and, and going to enhance, you know, the, the kind of profitability there. I think uh, it's it's definitely one to, to have somewhere in your portfolio. Well, Yaku, it's always a pleasure. It's been a great catching up. Thank you so much for your time. That was your Midday Markets update with Yaku Iga from Rand Swiss.